I still see it as if it was yesterday, my graduation from high school. And I was walking up the stairs. There was a bunch of stairs to go up. And the only thing I could really think of at that moment was not tripping and falling and embarrassing myself in front of everybody because I was wearing high heels. As you know, all the girls know the struggle is real. <laughs> but yet, we do it each time, right? So I knew I had to go walk up and then I had to walk back down. As I got up, now I knew I had to pick up my diploma. Or really, it's just the cover for the diploma, right? Because the whole graduation thing really is just a hoax because you don't even get your diploma by the time you're done with it. So I was standing there at the end with my cover of the diploma in my hands. And people would come up to me and ask me, well, what is that you're going to do next? And every time the question came, and of course, everybody asked the same question, I would just smile and say, I am going to be a doctor. You see, I had planned to leave a legacy. I would be the only female doctor in my family, the first female doctor in my family. In fact, I would probably have been the only doctor in my family, not just female. But I was planning on leaving that legacy. But after many years, I stand here before you, and this is what I want to tell you. I don't want you to pursue a legacy. I don't want your main goal in life to be pursuing a legacy. Why? Well, that's what this message is about. I want to take you to Genesis chapter 11 this morning. And Genesis chapter 11 has a story of the Tower of Babel. I'm gonna read the story just so that we're all familiar with the language that is used there for the message. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar and they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves. Lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, indeed, the people are one. And they all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down, and there confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore, its name is called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. I want to give you three lessons about leaving a legacy from the story of the Tower of Babel. Lesson number one, if you pursue leaving a legacy, if your life is about making a name for yourself, you may end up 
going backwards instead of forward. You see, when God comes down to see what it is they're doing, he describes them this way. He says, indeed, the people are one and they all have one language. What is God talking about? Well, verse one actually tells us what he's talking about. It says, it describes a society as these people had one language and one speech. The majority of Bible versions actually omit the second part that they had one speech because it seems to everybody, well, it's redundant. Why does it say it twice? but it doesn't say it twice. It says something very different. First it says they had the same language, but then it says they were one in words. That's what it literally says. What does it mean for people to be one in words? When they're all saying the same thing. Their society was about unity about making sure that everyone was doing the same thing. They were all about building the tower. But you better not say anything against what everybody was doing or you were out. This was a totalitarian society where you had to do what you were told. And God says, that's not what I created my people to be. And so he comes down and he confuses their language because he doesn't want that kind of a society. You see, they thought that they were going up and up and forward, but in reality, they were going backwards because instead of moving up, they were getting more and more selfish and they lost their humanness in the process. The rabbis tell a story about what happened at the Tower of Babel. They said that the builders were all the way on top of the tower and suddenly one of them dropped a brick. And so they sent someone down to grab more bricks and bring them up. Now they're building some more and now someone drops a hammer. So it falls down and they send someone down to pick up that hammer and bring it back up. But then one day, a man fell down and nobody went down because that person would have either been injured or dead, and they were useless. They didn't matter. They thought they were going up and forward, but they were really just going backwards. Well, you could say, well, does it really matter whether we go backwards or forwards? I actually wanna show you that it does matter and I want to invite a couple volunteers from the senior class to come up. And I actually was going to just ask anybody, but then I thought that since they were on the side, now they're not anymore. But I'm gonna have Marlon and Jason come up. And actually, I'm gonna have you come this way, over here, in front so that people can see you. And the first thing I want you to do, I just want you to just face everybody. Actually, I guess you can do it right here. Face everyone. And I want you to do rock, paper, scissors, okay? Are you ready? Rock, paper, scissors. Who won? Ty. It's Ty? All right, let's do it again. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay, Marlon wins. All right, so now I need you guys to come over here so people can see you, and I need you to stand right next to each other. So, Jason, you can stay, but face that way. And then Marlon, stand right next to him, 
and face that way as well. Just go down one step down. Yeah, and go right next to him. Okay, so these are two people who are just graduating high school. And now they're going to be making steps in their life, right? Since Marlon won, she's going to take, each time I say to take a step, she's going to take a step forward. And Jason's going to take a step back each time I say to take a step. So they just graduated high school and they're going to take their next step. They're going into college. So go ahead and take your next step. Okay, now I want you to look at them. Are they really far away from each other at this point? No, they're not. All right, but life keeps happening, right? They also have each developed certain habits, and those habits will either bring them forward or backward, so I want you to take a step. They have to also, they don't have to, but they will marry someone, so go ahead and take a step. Go ahead and take another step because you're making some other choices in life, and then take another step because you're making some more choices in life. All right, now are they far away from each other? Yes, they are. Okay, let's give them a hand. Thanks, guys. So what they just demonstrated is something called the compound effect. At the beginning, you do not see much of a difference between two people. But as life goes on and they keep making choices, and one keeps making good choices and the other one does not, you will see a difference between them. That's just how life works. Sometimes we end up in life going backwards, and sometimes we end up going sideways. We all want to go forward, we do, but it doesn't always happen, does it? And what I mean by going sideways is we may end up in a new place, but we're taking everything with us. We're still the same we. I'm still taking my past because I haven't really let go of it, I'm taking sometimes my friends. I'm taking my habits. So I really am just me, the same person. I'm not growing, I'm just in a new place, the same way that I was before. So I end up going sideways. I don't want you to end up going backwards instead of forwards. So that's why. I don't want you to focus on pursuing your legacy. Lesson number two. If your life is about leaving a legacy, you might end up building something that God never intended for you to build. What did God tell the people to do? Right before this is the flood. And after Noah and Noah's sons come out of the ark, God comes to them and he says, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. If you're going to fill the earth, you can't do it in one place, right? You're going to have to go to different places on the earth. But there was a large group of them who decided, oh no, we're not doing that. We're going to all come together. We're going to make a name for ourselves because we are going to be famous. If you are building something that isn't from God, it will ultimately fail to bring you happiness. Because truly, we are happiest when we're doing what God wants us to do. 
I told you that my goal was to become a doctor. But I had never talked to God about it. That was just something that I said I was going to do, and I said, God, this is what I'm doing, now bless it. And then, when he didn't, I was surprised. But really, I had never paid attention to the fact that I didn't talk to him about it, and number two, who I really was, and that that kind of career didn't fit who I was at all. Because this is who I am, or this is what I can't do. I'm not really a handy kind of person. Just not. I worked for a dentist one summer, where it actually it was one month, it was subbing for someone else, when my mom said, okay, this dentist needs help, why don't you help? After the first day, I wanted the month to be over, and let's just say that the dentist never asked me back. <laughs> and my mom never volunteered me again. One time, a friend invited me to come with him to the hospital because he was doing his rotations. He knew I wanted to become a doctor. And he was in the labor, what's it called? Department, not department. Labor <laughs> unit, yes, thank you. Labor unit. So I went to see a birth. All I remember is that suddenly there was a gush of blood and I fainted. <laughs> you would think that any of those things would have made me think that, all right, maybe this is not the career for you. But no, it didn't. You know what I was good at? And I never really paid attention to that? Using my words, speaking. I would be a narrator for plays, and every time I did it, people would always come, up, come back to me and say, oh, you need to do this again. I worked at a radio station, for a classical radio station, as a radio host. At first, they told me that I was too cheerful for them, <laughs> but then they must have gotten over it, because when I quit six months later, because I just had too much on my plate, they kept calling me and calling me and calling me to come back, because that is something that I was good at speaking. But I didn't pay attention to any of that because I had it in my mind that I knew what I wanted to do, what I should be doing. But it wasn't really my passion. I still don't like hospitals. And so it's no wonder that over time I realized I really didn't want to do it. I finished every single course except for one for pre-med. Then I switched my major because, once again, I didn't listen to God. I didn't go to God. So I changed it to art. Then I realized I wasn't good enough. So then I changed it again to education. And when I was teaching middle schoolers all the subjects that there are, I realized the only subject that I liked teaching was Bible. But I still didn't get it. And I still went and did another degree before I ended up in the seminary. It wasn't until God finally said, it's enough. You need to decide, this is what I want for you. I want you to go into ministry. And I prayed and fasted. And I knew that God had called me to do that. And that I had just been building this whole time something that God never intended for me to build. Lesson number three. If my life is about leaving a mark, I may end up moving away from what actually matters. 
And what I mean by this is found in verse 2. In verse 2, this is something that we normally skip when we read this story because it doesn't seem important. It says, and it came to pass as they journeyed, it says, from the east. The word there that's translated from the east can also be translated eastwardly. And because it is translated that way in other places, it is much more likely that it actually is supposed to be translated as going eastward. Not roaming from the east, but going eastward. Now, why does that matter? Because every single time the Bible says that someone moves toward the east, it's a bad move. Each time. Cain. Cain is the first one. After he kills Abel, he moves toward the east, away from the Garden of Eden. Lot, when Abraham tells him, you may choose whatever it is that you want, and he says, oh, I want this, I want what's beautiful and great. You know what it says? He moves toward the east. Sodom and Gomorrah to him was him leaving a great legacy, but instead he was moving away from what is godly, from what comes from God. Each time people move toward the east, they're moving away from God. These, these builders of the tower, they knew exactly what they were doing. They were moving away from God. They wanted to leave a legacy, and their legacy was more important than God. So, if I don't want you to pursue a legacy, what do I want you to pursue? And I'm sure you've already guessed. I want you to pursue Jesus. Amazingly, as you pursue Jesus, you may actually end up leaving a legacy. In the next chapter, chapter 12, God speaks to Abraham and he tells him to leave his country. And then he tells him this, I will make you a great nation, I will bless you, and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. Abraham goes out because he's following what God says, because he's pursuing God. And he actually becomes rich and powerful. But it's not what he's pursuing. He is pursuing Jesus, not perfectly, because he makes mistakes, but he keeps pursuing Jesus every step of the way.